0: Big question is this. How do we use cycling as a tool to improve our health, our happiness, and our longevity? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Anthony Walsh and welcome to the Roadman podcast.
1: Well, hello all you beautiful cyclists. It's Sarah and now I know you may be shocked to hear my voice, but Don't worry, I'm just here as a stand-in for Ant while he is away doing the Badlands gravel race at the minute over in Spain. Now, it's been an eventful few days and Anthony has been sending some voice notes to keep you all updated as to how he's getting on. And I have kind of compiled them and I'm going to play them for you in a few moments. Now, the race is still ongoing, but we have a winner so the winner is Sebastian Brewer, who completed Badlands in 43 hours and 36 minutes. That is nuts. Now, Anthony was telling me that this guy showed up at the start line and basically went full throttle of the first climb from the starting gun. He had his bike decked out with 3D printed aero bars and very little in the way of a saddle bag or top tube bag. So his game plan was just clearly to go full send for the whole thing. 43 hours, 36 minutes, that is bonkers. He mustn't have stopped to sleep or stop that much to eat at all. Now, the first female finisher, she's still out on the course. That's American Cynthia Fraser. And I just a moment ago had a look and the next female rider is about 30 kilometers behind her. So I don't think she's going to be caught. So Cynthia's daily average was 296 kilometers per day with an average moving speed of 12 kilometers per hour so that'll just go to show you that how difficult this terrain is so it looks like Cynthia wasn't getting much sleep either i found a great white website bikepacking.com and it showcases some of the bike setups that these racers have used in Badlands and you can see the winner's bike there and if I'm honest I pack more in my handbag for a night out with the girls Uh, so definitely go and check that out you can see some of the amazing rigs and I will put that website in the show notes so I'm gonna play Anthony's clips now over to you Ant
0: what's up roadmen? so I am in Badlands and I'm getting ready to take the start Of this Badlands I'm gonna call it a classic I'm sure it is a classic Uh, I don't have any recording equipment with me obviously so I'm recording into the headphones on my iPhone so excuse the audio quality I know I talk all the time about moving that dial for audio quality but but today you know taking the persona of roving reporter I'm gonna have to sacrifice audio quality so apologies for that so I've already had drama, and I haven't even taken to the start line. So I've snuck away here to a cafe just off the start line, uh, actually just outside a cafe, and I'm just huddling in a quiet corner to make this recording. But yesterday, myself and Aaron went out, and we wreckied the kind of first twenty, thirty kilometres of the ride. It leaves Granada, and it immediately goes straight uphill. Like you're talking a seven-kilometre climb. Out the gate, so it's going to split it up straight away, which with 800 starters, I think that's a good thing. So you get over that 7km climb and then you hit a really technical descent and it actually has bollards on the descent and it was funny because yesterday's presentation the organiser given the sort of pre-race presentation said they only have one ambulance on course and he plans to park it at the bottom of this uh, first descent and having ridden the descent I can see why but for me the drama started yesterday and I'm hoping that's the last of my drama for Badlands so I went down the descent and we got to the bottom of the descent, and my DI2 had stopped working. And this is particularly frustrating because this is an issue I had in Rift, if anyone has followed the podcast back for that long. I had this issue in Rift, and I was like 15, 20 kilometers into Rift, and my DI2 stopped working. So since then, I've, you know, my mechanic has worked on it everything's been updated he's taken everything apart tested everything retested everything and i've been riding the bike and it's been absolutely fine so today on the first descent when it stopped working you can imagine my frustration but i think i held <coughs> i think i held my composure pretty well i think Aaron, i'll testify to that i didn't lose my shit too much uh, instead i went into kind of retrieval mode how do we fix this so honorable shout out to dr bike in granada uh, great mechanics there knew exactly you know what was going on due the urgency I had that I was doing a pre-race ride and Badlands was starting the next day so he plugged it into his Shimano diagnostics tool and it was a firmware update was the problem he said so battery looked fine junction box looked fine everything looked fine once they ran the firmware update everything was fine so that is great and touch wood now I'm ready to take on Badlands and that is the end of my drama for today the main square where we're getting started here, it's epic. It's just such a good vibe. It's such a different vibe to normal bike races. Like you have guys, some bona fide, some of the best riders of the last you know, couple of decades. You have multiple world champion, Taylor Finney, and he's rocking a pair of like denim jean shorts and a mountain bike with some sort of weird homemade bag on it. And it looks to me like all oh, he's carrying is a pair of flip-flops for his supplies. And then you have Juan Antonio Fletcher, who is just an absolute legend of the sport he's here riding in the pairs as well so if myself and Aaron can get close to one Antonio Fletcher uh, in this ride it will have been a very successful Badlands so yeah I'm packed locked and loaded uh, look you, I always talk about there's category of things we know there's category of things we don't know and then there's we don't know what we don't know so much of this is stepping into the unknown for both myself and Aaron so we're trying to tweak and we're trying to figure out what to bring for the last few days and we've prepared as best we can so i'm really looking forward to getting stuck into it now i will try and get one of these little voice notes uh, together you know every seven eight hours if i can to update you guys and then i'm gonna have sarah edit them all together uh, for the wednesday episode so hopefully that way i can bring you on this journey with me also we're rocking kit from tactic uk which seems to be the dominant brand over here as well so it's super cool that we're get a chance to work with them. tactic create a custom badlands kit for myself and Aaron. pretty cool if you go onto our socials in the next couple of days you'll see plenty of pictures of it it's a pretty sweet design custom roadman cycling podcast Cast Badlands kit, so shout out to them. Right, there's nothing left to be said. Only to get going here, uh, I better get going so I don't miss the start. It would be very unfortunate to miss the start. <laughs> Roadmen, I'll chat to you along the way.
1: The hope, the excitement, and just the expectation of the journey. The the absolute detail that the lads went into for this trip, researching the weather, the route, the lights, the kit, the bike bag set up, the fueling, the hydration systems. I can vouch for the two of them. This was like a NASA project. In fact, NASA's mission statement is... NASA explores the unknown in air and space, innovates for the benefit of humanity and inspires the world through discovery. And as Badlands grew closer and closer the last few weeks, it felt as epic as an undertaking from NASA and one of their projects to boldly go where no man has gone before, you know, or in this case, to boldly go where not many cyclists were crazy enough to go before. (laughs) Here's Anthony again
0: didn't think I was going to be making another recording this early it's it's day one and I'm out of the race uh, yeah it's I'm sitting at the top of a climb at the moment I've just waved goodbye to Aaron and yeah this is a difficult enough recording to make Uh we're obviously a team in this so we've split supplies and so Aaron didn't have everything he needed to be a solo rider so we spent the last 10 minutes just unpacking stuff from my bike putting it onto Aaron's bike and then wishing him good luck you know a journey that we set out on together and he's gone off solo on the early parts of day one it's a it's a difficult pill to swallow so yes let me try and unpack what happened so on the descent of the first climb um, not too far from where my di2 packed up yesterday it was a really rocky technical descent went down that got to the bottom went to shift nothing zero No big ring, small ring shifter on the left side, no back shifter on the right side. And for a moment, my heart just sank. As soon as I clicked and I didn't hear the the mechanical bzzz, my heart just sank. I was like, oh no, because I knew this wasn't a problem we were gonna be able to fix. So I just rolled the rest of the descent. didn't have the courage to say anything to Aaron, got to the bottom of the descent and just said my Di2 was gone. Like he hardly said anything, because we both knew that this is an almost impossible problem to solve on the road. The nature of DI2 is it needs to be plugged into computers now for analysis and you know it's almost impossible to fix on the go. So we stopped, had a look at it, and decided to create a little bit of thinking time for me and we decided to just use the limit screws and put it into small ring, centre of the block, and give me you know an hour or so of thinking time as I wrote. And so we rode on silently for kind of an hour or so, a little bit more and yeah it just became evident it wasn't going to happen i was grinding up the climbs i could grind up i was barely moving on the flat parts and then having to walk large sections of the terrain just because it was too steep to ride in the middle of the block with the weighed down bag so yeah I sat with the decision for a while we rode up the next climb got to the top of the next climb and i said to Aaron, look i'm gonna to have to scratch and to try and unpack what was going on in my head as I sit here was a mixture of I'd ridden the rift in one gear and I knew how long it took and I knew this terrain was that much more challenging that it wouldn't be feasible or possible to do this inside the time limit so it was a self-preservation because I was going further into this event knowing that it wasn't possible to finish but also I felt I felt the responsibility to the team, I felt the responsibility to Aaron for his safety as well. This is a difficult event, not to be taken lightly, totally self-supported across the desert, 15,000 metres of climbing. We were ill-prepared and we had supplies for, you know, three days of riding. So for me to go on and really be an anchor on Aaron for, you know, potentially six, seven days to get this finished with my hike-a-bike that I would have had to do, it was just it made the decision so so difficult but a no-brainer you know cycling is something that just constantly teaches me it mimics life so much for me when i started out cycling i thought it was about adventure exploration and fun and it still is about those things but it's just such a consistent teacher like if i think about the sacrifice i've put in for this badlands event you know even getting out ahead of myself on the podcast having to work double hours to get the podcast out to create that buffer so i could travel the expense to get here the training gone in the sacrifice from you know but myself and family and Sarah and you know working through and trying to train around the the personal circumstances with my mom not being well all of that all of that sacrifice it doesn't mean shit like just because you go all in in life for a job doesn't mean you're gonna get that job just because you put yourself out there and you open up your heart to love doesn't mean you're not gonna have your heart broken. Life isn't fair and cycling definitely isn't fair either you could do all that preparation but it counts for nothing so really right now I'm just trying to remain quite stoic and philosophical about the whole thing and think you know maybe there's a reason for this maybe there's a grander plan and there's a old fable and I'll probably butcher it now because I'm at a little bit of altitude and I'm uh, tired and I'm disappointed. But it's uh, this family and the family uh, one day a uh, pack of wild horses stumbles onto their land and this is a very rural setting where horses are huge currency and this pack of wild horses stumble onto their land and this is great wealth for the family. So one of the neighbors says to the, the head of the family, the father. You know what amazing luck you have this herd of wild horses this has set your family up for life rambling onto your land and he says well good thing bad thing who knows and then his son is riding the horse one of the horses uh, weeks later and one of the horses books throws him off and the son breaks his leg and the same neighbor comes around and says oh my god I can't believe your bad luck your son breaking his leg that's terrible and the father says good thing bad thing who knows then a week later the military roll into town and they conscript every able-bodied male into the army for an uprising and the son can't go on this military operation because he now has a broken leg and the same neighbour comes along and says you know you're so lucky that your son doesn't have to go to fight in the military the father just replies good thing bad thing who knows so that's where I am at the moment sitting on the top of this mountain I'm like good thing bad thing who knows it'll play itself out over the next Days, weeks, and months, but yeah, I'm I'm rooting for Aaron big time.
1: Ooh, whoa, well, that was hard to hear. And you know, when I listened to that clip for the first time, I have to say it, it sounds extreme, but I was very upset for Anthony, and I may even have had it shed a little tear when I got the call to say that he had pulled out. We had talked about little else over the last few weeks, uh, but Badlands, and as he said in his clip. There's been a lot of sacrifices and investment in time and money for this adventure. You can hear how absolutely gutted he is there. Now, we know things don't always go your way. And that attitude he had, you know, the, well, it could be worse. That was genuinely how he felt. And he wasn't just putting a brave face on it. So chapeau to Anthony for that, because I think if it was me, I would be on the ground having a tantrum like a toddler. Here's Anthony again.
0: I finished off yesterday's recording with sort of a quite stoic musing on good thing, bad thing, who knows and I woke up this morning which is now the day after I scratched from Badlands and yesterday I was feeling real sorry for myself and I rode home after I left Ireland and I won gear and it took me forever to get back into the town but as I was getting back into the town I was like something doesn't feel right, like my body feels overly broken for the amount of kilometres I've ridden, I have a weird shiver. And it was something that I didn't want to acknowledge on race day, that I had this weird shiver running through me. I was like, it's grand, it'll be grand. But I woke up this morning and I'm absolutely sick as a small hospital. Like, I am glued to the bed. And now I've just pulled myself out of bed. I've gone down to town to get a COVID test and thankfully negative on COVID. But I have aches and I have pains and I have chills. And, yeah, I would not be able to ride the bike today, which is... Insane because yesterday I finished my musings with the good thing, bad thing, who knows? And at the time I was totally broken up, and I was, I was, you know, pretty inconsolable and feeling sorry for myself for a short period. I was trying to remain stoic, you know me, but I was, yeah, I was, I was disappointed. There's no hiding that. But then this morning I could not pedal five kilometers this morning if my life depended on it. I've aches, pains, chills, shivers. It is a totally miserable feeling so yeah i'm consoling myself uh, still disappointed but i am consoling myself to say that you know everything happens for a reason and yeah i'll bounce back from this one let me just get over these aches pains and chills and interesting the way life pans out sometimes okay roadman thanks for tuning in for this uh, roving report on the ground from badlands and thanks Sarah, for putting it together
1: so that's it guys we uh, live to fight another day and I want to wrap up this episode with a shout out to Aaron. Aaron signed up for this bucket list race with Anthony and they planned every detail as a team and if you've been following him on the battlelands tracker which you can do on their website he has literally been flying around the course. You think when you're going on this adventure with your buddy and having that you know the physical support of somebody else there the mental encouragement and you know, emotional support and then you wind up on your own having to deal with all of those tough moments on your own and also not just the tough moments but those experience those beautiful wonderful amazing parts that you'd love to share with somebody it is so much better when you have a team with you so Aaron buddy well done you are my hero. I am leaving today to head over to Spain to meet up with Anthony and Aaron. I'm going to give them both the biggest hug and make them a few cups of tea for them while they recuperate. Myself and Aunt will be back as usual on the Friday podcast for newbie questions. So I will speak to you all then. Until then, everyone, safe peddling. Mwah. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Have you ever wondered how good you could actually be? Each of us has a unique set of circumstances with work, family and social obligations, but we also want to fulfill our potential in cycling. Okay, okay, maybe you won't ever win the Tour de France, but for most of us, this is what cycling is about. So let us build you the perfect training plan around your lifestyle that's totally unique to you and will help you finally realize your cycling dreams. So whether you're just getting started on the bike or if you're a more seasoned cyclist, we have a suitable coach for you. So why not schedule a call with us and we can have a chat about how we can help you go further than you ever dreamed of in your cycling and fitness goals